0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Hey everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody. Of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JC make
2: everybody count.
1: Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Worst Year Ever. My name's Katie Stoll, and uh, joining me today, as always,
3: are... Cody Evans. (laughs) Robert J... Johnston. Johnston. Nailed
0: it. Uh,
1: (laughs) Lovely to see you, Cody Evans and Robert J. Johnston. Uh, J. Onston. J. Onston. Please (laughs) get my name right. Thank you. How's it going?
0: Terrible.
1: Yeah. I know.
3: (laughs) I mean, I'll say this. One thing that's nice about the last couple of weeks is that I feel like we finally, as a as a culture in America, have gotten over calling it the Ukraine. Sure,
1: we yeah, really yeah. We really turned
0: a corner yeah, on this Yeah, we got there. I think
1: that's a really lovely uh, silver lining positive, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you bringing that to the table. Everything yeah. else is fucked. You but gotta that, look for
0: those little gems. Yeah, You
1: gotta find something to hold on to in times like these.
3: Yeah, when I heard Fox News hosts getting it right, I was like, "We really turned a corner on this yeah. one."
0: Did, did they get it right, <laughs> or did they correct somebody, and did they have like a segment on it? Because I feel like that, like, there was a meeting where everyone was like, "But we gotta, we gotta start doing this correctly." Yeah, and they decided.
1: How yeah. did that even start? Everyone calling it the Ukraine.
0: I think it
3: dates back to Soviet propaganda, sure. but I really don't know off the top of my head. Yeah.
1: Um, so we were going to talk about Andrew Yang this week, but we pushed it instead to talk about all this whistleblower stuff because mm. it's. It's a lot, and it's a little bit confusing.
0: We were not expecting the president to be impeached, right? <laughs> right. Um, it was a,
1: it was a surprise. It's hoping, a,
0: yes, hoping, sure, talking about it, but wondering. in our, it's kind of impossible to guess which impeachable
3: offense actually will get you impeached these days. Yeah, exactly. It's kind um, of a gamble. I remember frapshoot. back in the
0: day, uh, post uh, inauguration, doing a video about how he could be impeached for yeah because of the Emoluments Clause. Sure. Uh, the second he uh, got into office. <laughs> Um, uh, but nope, they, cho- they chose—they chose to not do that. Well, you
1: had to give him a chance.
0: Mm-hmm. You got to give him a chance, yeah. Maybe he, one day he'll be presidential material. Kind of neat that he actually got in trouble for the
3: smallest bribe he's mm-hmm. tried to make. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. four hundred million dollars—fucking nothing. Yes, yeah. come guy. on, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, you, you
0: live in a tower full of gold. What are you, ta- what are you doing? Come
3: on, <laughs> four hundred million come on. dollars. Oh boy, good times.
1: So we thought we'd start off by talking a little bit about the whistleblower process and the history of it and how it's changed. Yeah, Uh,
3: this is also complicated.
1: It's also complicated.
3: And I I think I have about 60 percent of the story in my head with as much as I read just because things keep breaking. And like there's all sorts of stuff that like it's kind of like some people are lying. And so some of the information that's out is not true. Mm -hmm. Right. It's really
1: hard to get to the bottom of what is accurate. And it feels irresponsible to Discuss too much about some of it until we have more f- information. But
3: speaking of irresponsible, let's discuss more about this without <laughs> having more information. <laughs>
1: well, we're going to talk about some stuff that we do know, and yeah, if, for example, right, you the whistleblower. Talk, well, you do yeah,
3: exactly. let's let's give a. I, I decided to try to give a little bit of historical context, and just a little bit because this is all very complicated, and I'm very dumb. Mm. Um, but I have put together a, a little bitty two page essay oh. right. on whistleblowing. Law. I'm thrilled. <clears throat> If we want to understand US whistleblowing law as it relates to the intelligence industry, we have to travel back in time. Mm-hmm. Cody, can you do a good time machine noise
4: That's disgusting? Uh, that's Un- unacceptable. No, no, no. Why is no. your time machine noise? Here, let me try Hannibal one. Lecter. That is foul and I need to
1: like wait. wait,
0: wait. I got another one. Hold on. You, no, you don't, don't let me do another one. You get it's one much. time
3: machine okay. noise okay. per episode. <laughs> is that a know. cat driving a lamborghini i don't know what
1: it is i open my mouth and sounds come out
3: well cody it-
1: that's worse that's worse stop it
3: <laughs> why are all of you so bad at- no stop it stop it there's one time machine noise and it's, it's a little on the nose jesus fine. christ both of you i am what a train wreck this fucking <laughs> episode is If we want to understand intelligence whistleblowing law, we have to travel back in time to
4: 2002. God damn it!
3: (laughs) (laughs) I can just, I can hear our listener numbers plummeting. Don't go, guys, (laughs) don't go! People listening in their cars with the stereos all the way up just started vomiting on the side of the road.
0: (laughs) Jeez. Oh, what a terrible idea. We didn't say why it was going to be the worst year ever. We just said I, I'm that not even one. two sentences in. Gonna...
1: <laughs> okay, back to 2002.
0: 2002
3: is the year that Thomas Drank, an NSA employee with a super cool name, became aware of a tool called Trailblazer. The agency was using to collect huge amounts of data on all of us without warrants. Cool. Some mm-hmm. people might recognize this as... Probably a crime. Mm -hmm. Drake thought that this was not a good thing and was worth blowing the whistle on. But he didn't want to break the law, so he went to the Pentagon Inspector General to blow the whistle in the appropriate, legally uh, consistent way. Now, whistleblowers are protected under federal law. The Whistleblower Protection Act existed for a while, and then in 1998, there were modifications made to it uh, to allow um, contractors of specific uh, federal agencies to report complaints um, and that's kind of where we get the Inspector General's office mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So that's where we established like the the way that um, intelligence community whistleblowers uh, could could come forward. But whistleblowers in the intel community are not protected from legal action or retaliation. Um, yeah, that's so crazy to me. They're kind of hanging in the wind. Um, so in two thousand two, when Thomas Drake notices this like trailblazer mm-hmm. thing is happening. Um, he takes a real risk by going to the inspector general's office and trying to, like, deal with this in the uh, the legal way. Um, and John Crane, the assistant inspector general, wound up in charge of the case, and he did what the law said he was supposed to do. Crane's team collected thousands of pages of documentation and in December of 2014 delivered a secret report on the program that led to Trailblazer being shut down. So, so far, seems like the mm-hmm. system working. Mm-hmm. Guy saw something wrong. Went to the people he was supposed to go to. They did their due diligence. Program got shut down for being unconstitutional. That's good. Why did
0: you say so far? (laughs) Because it's me. I've got an uneasy
1: feeling in my stomach.
3: (laughs) Word of the program leaked out to the media. We don't really know from who, but the New York Times ran a story on it. And suddenly all eyes within the intelligence establishment turns towards Thomas Drake Uh, he was suspected of hoarding documentation which he had been doing because it's literally what the inspector general's office had told him Mm -hmm. to do and what he was supposed to do legally but the Pentagon threw him under the bus uh, and once the investigation into him started they illegally destroyed documents pertinent to his case that made it clear that he'd been following the law the entire time and not trying to like uh, leak classified Mm -hmm. information to the press or whatever they had good reason to be hoarding those documents all that stuff so Drake spent years years fighting the government in court. His career was destroyed and he was left penniless, even though in 2011 he was eventually found innocent. So that's good, right?
1: Yeah, eventually, I guess. Does good mean bad? <laughs> good...
3: It can. Yep, that's These good. These days. hmm So uh, Crane's career was also destroyed. He was forced out of the NSA in 2013. This whole clusterfuck of an incident was heavy in the air at the NSA when a little fella... Named Eddie Snowden,
1: yes. started to
3: realize that the NSA was carrying out another sweeping warrantless uh, wire surveillance
0: of the American it public. Cranes, it Snowden.
3: Damn it! Oh God, Cody, that's so good. Say it one more time.
0: When it cranes, it Snowden.
3: Yeah, pretty good. That's, all,
0: right. Uh, all right, let's let's call it a day. That's our himbo. Bye, everybody. <laughs> really redeem myself for the uh, time so machine we're just going to cash
3: our checks now, and uh, we'll be off. Say yeah.
1: that theme song, baby.
3: Let's <laughs> out?
0: Play us out, us.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, so Edward Snowden realizes the NSA is carrying out a sweeping warrantless surveillance of the American public, uh, but he also is paying attention to everything that's happening in the NSA around Crane uh, and Drake and is like... Seems like it's a bad idea to follow the law here. (laughs) Seems like like a terrible idea. Uh, In 2016, he said this to The Guardian. When I was at the NSA, everybody knew that for anything more serious than workplace harassment, going through the official process was a career ender at best. It's part of the culture. If your boss in the mailroom lies on his timesheets, the IG might look into it. But if you're Thomas Drake and you find out the president of the United States ordered the warrantless wiretapping of everyone in the country, what's the IG going to do? They're going to flush it and you with it. Now, the good news is that in 2012, right before E. Snowy went public with his whistleblowing, President Obama issued Presidential Policy Directive No. 19, which required the intelligence community agencies to protect employees from retaliation if they disclosed classified information that met the criteria for being a protected disclosure. But, as the Brennan Center for Justice notes... The directive leaves several gaps. It does not apply in cases where the head of an agency determines that an employee should be fired for national security reasons. It does not apply to persons in a position of confidential, policy-determining, policy-making, or policy-advocating character, or to members of the armed forces. If disclosures through approved government channels prove unsuccessful, there is no provision for disclosure outside the agency or intelligence communities. Is that... Why
0: that was the improvement. <laughs> Barack oh, Obama uh, used the Espionage Act against more people than any other administration. Is that why, is that yeah. related? Is I, that... I
3: don't know. I think this might have been because like, this is before Snowden goes out. So I think right. Obama might have been trying to reform things. Mm-hmm. And then he realized that Ew. when he's president, <laughs> yeah. he actually hates it when people do stuff right. like that. And right. so he started being a giant dick. Yeah, I think he was, it, this is like 2012. Those are still good old days. The Halcyon days. Yeah. Mm. The Halcyon days. Uh, Back when we were only mostly disillusioned. Mm. Ugh, what Mm. a time. Now, this brings us to Edward Snowden, Mm -hmm. Um, Critics of Snowden will note that he did not exactly follow the established procedure for trying to blow the whistle in a legal fashion Mm -hmm. And they will say that that's why he should face uh, punishment Snowden defenders will point out that he just watched Thomas Drake get fucked over by the NSA And he had no reason to believe he would be handled any differently Very valid point Very, Mm. very valid point Seems like he had realistic things to be (laughs) concerned about Now, there are also a branch of Snowden critics who acknowledge that he did the right thing in revealing the truth of the government spying program But he did the wrong thing in fleeing the country This school of thought says that whistleblowing is fundamentally an act of civil disobedience, which requires the disobedient individual be willing to accept the legal consequences for their actions. I found a really interesting article talking about this sort of school of thought on the Lawfare blog. Classic punishments of civil disobedience suggest that it must be undertaken with a willingness to submit to punishment. Dr. King's letter from a Birmingham jail focuses on this feature. One who breaks an unjust law, according to King, must do it openly, lovingly, and with a willingness to accept the penalty. As Jessica Bullman posen and I have written, The civil disobedience willingness to accept legal consequences evinces her commitment to the polis and humility before fellow citizens, notwithstanding her momentary turn away from the law. It is thus, for many theorists, a critical way of negotiating the paradox of law-breaking that is nonetheless law-respect a paradox that inheres in the pairing of civil with disobedience and that any satisfying account of civil disobedience must resolve. In line with these arguments, critics of Snowden have repeatedly insisted that his flight from the United States and from criminal prosecution disqualifies him from civil disobedience status. Then-Secretary of State John Kerry, for example, told a television interviewer in 2014 that if Snowden has a complaint about what's wrong with with American surveillance and seeks to cast himself as a civil disobedient, he should man up, come back here, and stand in our system of justice and make his case. Mm. Interesting set of arguments. Interesting
1: set of arguments. Uh, I don't think I agree with
3: them. <laughs> I'm not a big law respecter. Yeah. Part it's of my like, problem. I don't yeah, feel yeah, yeah. if I don't respect
1: yeah. this law, I don't see why, I, you know, if I'm going out of my way to disobey this, yeah. I, it's because I don't no, I don't think I should be jailed for this
3: thing. Yeah, and um, I don't think he should be jailed. And
1: there's also, there's like, yeah, okay, so in theory, maybe, like, I understand these quotes. I understand, yeah. like, you're like, okay, that's otherwise that negates your civil disobedience, but... But how how am I supposed to trust this system? How am I supposed to trust that I will get a fair shake, or that this standing up in front of the court of law will actually allow me to truthfully tell my story if it won't get yeah. skewed in some capacity?
3: How do we trust the systems where the system where it seems like 100% of the people who have worked in it say that? Oh yeah, if you blow the whistle on blatant crimes, it's the end of your career and maybe life.
0: There yeah, yeah. yeah. Protections. I mean, Thomas Drake works at uh, an Apple store now. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, as of 2017, he worked at an Apple store. That's wild. Uh, he ran into Eric Holder uh, while he was working there because uh, Eric Holder was buying I- an iPhone. Sure. Uh, and he was uh, he, uh, he asked him why the government is going after mm-hmm. him. Um, and so Eric Holder left the store. That is... Good. Re- Didn't get an answer. <laughs> I really think I depressing. know an Apple store, we should record an episode
3: of this mm, podcast maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah Thomas Drake if we can talk to you about half this MacBook pro and half your court case for the next hour and a half does will that count yeah. against your time <laughs> right we've got a lot a lot
0: of questions about these apps that are available we want to know screen screen stuff talk yeah. about screen stuff but also <laughs> what's uh tell me tell me about the inspector general's something. office <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's pretty. Seems upsetting. like he, like it, it is, it's heartbreaking to me because like it seems like with an agency as problematic as the NSA and as problematic as the intelligence community, a guy like Drake and, and a guy like Crane are kind of like your best case scenario of people who are like okay they believe whatever they believe about there being value in the uh, this the security apparatus we live under, but at least they also believe in that apparatus being accountable mm-hmm. to democracy, right. which is not super common as far as I can tell mm-hmm. in a lot of those corners. And those people just get. Fucked out of town on like a river of razor. Blade yeah, no, penises. they don't. They don't. They don't yeah.
0: belong. Fucked out of town um, in a
1: river of razor blade penises. Uh, yeah,
0: I think Thomas Drake would agree with that. Yeah, characterization. that's
1: not how I want to leave town. I'll tell you. Literally no. down
0: the river, another whistleblower apparently lives in uh, Yellowstone fly fishes most of the, most of his time. That actually seems like great. I mean, that's <laughs> exactly. that's the way that to, seems to go. Right? Actually, better up. than my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, that before uh, Apple Store.
3: Yes, uh, fly fishing in Yellowstone mm-hmm. over selling people iPhone. I mean, he might tens, be able to get access 11? to a lot of
1: people's secrets <laughs> well, at the iPhone well, store, though.
3: Not as many as he can through fly fishing. No. But most people don't know that if you put a fish up to your ear, it'll whisper secrets about public policy.
1: Yeah, most people mm-hmm. don't know that, and most I wish they did. Well, they know it now.
3: Most, yeah, they know that now. They know that the sea bass have been bugging Mitch McConnell for years. Yeah. And remember,
1: people, we only share facts on this podcast. Only
0: facts. Yeah. Go outside and then dunk your head in a river mm-hmm. and hold it there until listen a to fish it, whispers listen into to your its ear. Secrets. That's actually word for word the next
3: T-shirt we're gonna start selling. <laughs> go outside and dunk your head in a river and listen until a fish whispers secrets into your ear. So. Comma one cream. It's- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. So uh, before I, I broke from my little essay, I noted that there's a lot of people who think that uh, Edward Snowden, if he, if he wants to be civilly disobedient and show respect to the law while also uh, holding it accountable um, or holding the system accountable should should stand in judgment. Um, and we just stated why we're not 100% mm-hmm. sure we agree with that. Uh, and there are some reasons to be very concerned if you're Edward Snowden about that because a lot of his critics have been less than warm and fuzzy than say uh, John Kerry, um, who did not call for his murder. Uh, for example- Good. In 2015, Donald Trump told CNN of Snowden, if I were a president, Putin would give him over. He would never keep somebody like Snowden in Russia. I guarantee you this. (laughs) Now, in a little bit of fairness to the president, he's been very consistent about this. This single thing. In 2013, he called Snowden a traitor and directly asked for his execution. So as soon as the story broke, his line the entire time has been, we should kill this Our
1: guy. Our current president? Yeah, Trump. Yeah.
0: He, he's
3: been very consistent
0: kill, about wanting kill Snowden to specifically, but yeah. in general, like, the, yeah. You Oof. can generalize from that. Right. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: meanwhile, Mike Pompeo is on record as saying, the traitor Edward Snowden should be brought back from Russia and given due process. And I think the proper outcome would be that he would be given a death sentence. God. Meanwhile,
0: Eric Holder Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like you talk about due process and you skip to but but by the way, like we should kill him. That's a process. That is true. There's a process to kill people.
3: Okay. Eric Holder, former Attorney General and Apple Store <laughs> 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 consumer Customer. acknowledged that Snowden performed a public service by revealing the extent of our government's illegal surveillance of us, but added that he still thinks Snowden broke the law and harmed American interests.
1: I'm he glad did. you didn't say But added, I still think he should die.
3: (laughs) He He didn't say he should die, just that he should return and face trial. But if Snowden does go to trial, uh, or if this most recent CIA leaker winds up in court, or if whoever leaked the CIA leakers Mm -hmm. leak to the newspapers uh, winds up in court, it is possible that those men or women, will be prosecuted under the Espionage Act. This act was originally created to punish spies during World War One, and because laws are a perfect, flawless system, it is still in effect, and it explicitly prohibits disclosures of national defense information if the person doing so has reason to believe it could harm the national defense. According to the Brennan Center, Quote, As recently as 2006, a federal judge interpreted this language to require the government to prove bad faith on the part of the defendant. The judges in the case of John Kiriakow and Chelsea Manning, however, disagreed, declaring that the defendant's subjective intent is irrelevant. Another judge recently threw the case law into even deeper confusion. She held that the government does not even need to demonstrate that the disclosure would be potentially damaging to the United States or useful to an enemy of the United States. So, um, it's very possible Because, like, judges don't all agree on this. Some judges say that, like, uh, you can't prosecute a whistleblower like this under uh, the Espionage Act. But some say you do, and one of the penalties, if you're prosecuted under that act, uh, can be getting hung.
0: That's why um, my favorite thing about, uh, specifically this time, but in general, uh, like, laws and our, our system where... A thing will happen, and then uh, 50% of people will say it's a certain way, and then the other 50% will say, actually, it could be the other way. Yeah. And so uh, every law is interpreted in a way it's kind of dependent on who's doing it. And that means whistleblowers always know that Mm.
3: whether or not it's safe to inform (laughs) the public of things that are in the public's interest. Mm -hmm. It's our
0: flawless system. It's helpful.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, really uh, uh, productive... Efficient system Mm -hmm. that promotes whistleblowing, Mm -hmm.
0: promotes uh, accountability.
3: I think this whistleblower has been uh, very emphatic about how safe and secure he feels. Yeah. Or she. It's a he. Oh, do we know? Uh,
1: I've heard uh, on the daily, actually, somebody said, like, no, we do have it confirmed. It might not be, but like, I believe it is confirmed for
3: dick. That's good. Um, That's good. Yeah. I'm interested in what that process was like.
0: Of. Mm -hmm. Confirming. F- confirming confirming yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Confirming i am too i don't yeah. i do not know what that is i mean there's um, only
0: one way to know there's yeah. only one way to find out a baby Whisp- reveal have a, a gender reveal reveal, but i like that fish <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um yeah wow yeah this this whistleblower you want to talk a little bit about what's going on here with this story
3: yes let's talk For about which- that for the rest of the episode,
1: probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so this whistleblower is with the CIA. Apparently, he used to work in the White House, does not anymore. Um, and he was not there or, you know, he didn't hear this phone call himself. Of course, the phone call I'm referring to is the phone call from July yeah. 25th where the president was pressuring the Ukrainian President Zelensky uh, to give him dirt on Biden pertaining to this whole story with Joe Biden's son. Maybe we'll get to that later. Anyway, he wasn't in the room; he didn't hear this, but he heard from several other people who were very nervous and scared and didn't know what to do that about it. That means it's
0: not true. It means it's not sure true. Yeah. So
1: he didn't even go. He went to the top lawyer in the CIA. But he didn't go. He brought it to somebody else who then brought it to the top lawyer in the CIA. He took it to the White House. And then instead of, and like they were supposed to be fishing around looking for information on the phone call. But instead it became kind of like a witch hunt in the White House of looking for who's talking, who's sharing information. Eventually it gets to William Barr who looks at it and is like, nothing to see here, folks. It's fine. And it's like, do not send this to Congress. And then, but that didn't happen. <laughs> yes. the so inspector William Barr general,
0: famously uh, from the nineties referred to as general. the cover up general.
1: But uh, luckily, the the inspector general had already notified Congress that there was a whistleblower complaint.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I I got something wrong a little bit. The the, the whistleblower protection act as pertains to the intelligence community was passed in 1998. Um, And the Office of the Intelligence uh, of the uh, Inspector General um, wasn't created until, I think, 2010. Okay. Um, But the way the process is supposed to work now is that the employee submits a complaint to the Inspector General, uh, who's kind of a watchdog of the intelligence community. And the Inspector General has 14 days to review it, determine whether or not the complaint is of urgent concern, Um, which is uh, defined as conduct relating to the administration or operation of an intelligence activity within the authority of the director of national intelligence involving classified information. Um, And if the uh, inspector general says it's credible, they have to forward it to the DNI, the Director of National Intelligence, who then has a week to send the complaint to a Congressional Intelligence Oversight Committee. On August 12th, the complaint was made, uh, and he handed it to the, uh, he gave it to the Inspector General, Michael Atkinson, who was like, oh yeah, this is urgent and credible and Mm -hmm. absolutely should be talked about. And he sent it to our DNI, Mr. McGuire, uh, who was like, ah, I don't need to send this shit to the intelligence communities after seven days, uh, because he didn't think it was that big of a deal um yeah so that's cool um that's really cool
0: it sounds like yeah. it's not
3: a big deal so we don't have to worry about it yeah there's a fun quote from the washington a washington post article on this that's really telling to me the law did not require the director of national intelligence to forward it to congress because it involved conduct by someone outside the intelligence community and did not relate in any <laughs> intelligence activity within the responsibility and authority of the dni he because claimed. it's the president yeah because it's the president and
1: that's what's crazy about this is just how easy it was for the president to get away with this. It's just so how easy it it is. This easily could have not come to light.
3: There's another quote I'll read that that exactly gets into that. Like they never nobody anticipated this. Um, The Intelligence Community Whistleblower Protection Act has no provisions for what should happen if the inspector general determines Mm -hmm. something is of urgent concern. But the DNI refuses to forward it to Congress. The scenario has never come up before. So we just uh, nobody thought yeah, that this yeah, should yeah. be part of the yeah. thing.
1: <laughs> and and in the course of the last couple of weeks, it's like there's this news mm-hmm. a dam has broken up open, and you're getting all sorts of reports about you know the president calling other like the Australian prime minister yeah. and pressuring them to help you know discredit our intelligence agencies in the Russia investigation. And, and yeah, it and makes you wonder. What it other, makes you wonder what other yeah. things and or, what other
0: what other things like this have been. Uh, ignored or like determined like well that's not actually well a and thing you need to, these yeah.
1: calls that were with uh, mbs and uh you know putin there's different calls that are on the same highly secure server as this call the transcript was like there's just lots of stuff that people haven't had access to
3: speaking of a lot of stuff that people haven't had access to do you know what stuff people do have access to thanks to listening to this podcast
1: Products and services? That's
3: goddamn right, Katie. Oh,
1: thank you. You yeah. just jumped in there with a smooth transition.
0: Easily the best ad transition I've ever done. So that was like butter. That the be- was... The l- best ad transitions uh, talk about it <laughs> yes. when you're done. Yes, You yeah, do yeah, like yeah. the smooth no, we're one and we are like, for oh, that was so good, but then you sort yeah. of, yeah, you unpack
3: uh, how it worked. It's sort of like the my first ad transition was the report to the inspector general. And, and now it's caught up in the DNI, and I'm still talking, and we haven't. Out yeah, yeah sort of analyzing. Is, yeah, like, I'm is McGuire. Yeah. Is it
0: worth doing the transition? Is it a credible transition? Is it transition? an urgent need? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody, this has never is come it up before. Right. Who, is, it is it factual? Is it involved with the actual person that like mm-hmm. can be held account? And, you know, it's there's a lot. Oh, there's so much to. There is. And
3: mm-hmm. it all makes for quality podcasts. Mm-hmm. Speaking of quality podcasts, Products!
0: Welcome to the worst year ever.
3: That's chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
4: If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield, Restrictions. Supply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
2: Mother's Day is coming and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. We're back uh,
3: from Outer Spice. (laughs) So back. We just walked in to find us here. With these sad
1: looks upon our faces?
3: We should have. Read more about whistleblowing
0: law. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. You, I don't, you read I don't quite know. a like lot you, about whistleblowing you know, law. Yeah.
1: You did a pretty good job. So, to me, Syllables,
0: to me, Syllables for the melody. It was. You're right.
1: We'll keep working on it. We'll it's get, not the most important thing right now.
3: Get your Mando out. We'll figure this out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
3: going to start bringing it to every recording. Well, because my goal this year is to call a mandolin a Mando as well. Yeah, it uh-huh. definitely
1: makes it sound pervier.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Hey, look at that. <laughs> look at that. Look at that Mando guy covered in lanyards, they'll yeah. say. Mando Lanyo.
4: Yep.
3: Mm hmm. The oh. old lander. Speaking of lanyards,
0: this. <laughs> uh, people in <laughs> you know, organizations to, often wear them. They do. Uh, and w- some organizations. Before they're tried uh, for treason.
2: corrupt and tried Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do we think this guy's going to get executed?
1: So that's. It's
0: uh... a good question. Uh, <laughs>
1: according to the president, that's what he wants.
0: Yeah, it is, according to him. Um no because i don't think uh he'll i don't think he can get away with i don't that. think he'll get away with uh well i mean we'll see what he can get away with yeah i trust our country's reputation of um, protecting whistleblowers yeah um but like the execution that seems mm-hmm. that seems a little much um yep. i i and i wonder there's a lot of stuff that uh america's uh capable of and when donald trump does them uh people react negatively to it mm-hmm. even if it's something that like we've done before mm-hmm. um so i wonder if people will be like oh my god i can't believe they, they they were you know um in the same way that there's a there are a lot of people now protecting this whistleblower calling him a patriot mm-hmm. uh when just a few short years ago they might have been calling edward snowden a traitor sure um
1: Are we talking about the hypocrisy maybe the, maybe there's a little bit of a quick, hypocrisy maybe there's a, to, like, yeah. there's a
0: double standard there's double standard they're quick to to jump to this person's defense jump which to outrage I get. The, yeah the, outrage this is like, oh my god like the uh the, he's a patriot got to protect him when yeah
1: this is a really important conversation if we're talking yeah, about whistleblowers
3: because it's also like but where was the where was the outrage for thomas drake uh, right, nobody exactly. had it because nobody, and, and that's part of like and Chelsea, Manning. People, we, like, Chelsea we have, Manning. We have we have all these people have
1: yeah. been paying more attention. Chelsea Manning, yeah. But um, over the years, people have cared about Chelsea Manning, but it's not the same. It's not the same thing.
3: I, I would say the fundamental difference that you have. Um, not that this means that, like, I think that Chelsea Manning or uh, Edward Snowden should be executed um Good. You, have, you have this difference between there's the people who tried to do it within the system and there's the people who um who did not who who just decided that the system was not going to provide them with right. a, a realistic way to deal with it and you can feel about that the way you do but it is if someone is saying if someone is saying i think that edward snowden or chelsea manning should be tried because they broke the law and didn't go through the system this person should not be tried because they stayed in the system right. i would say that's not an inconsistent position yeah. i may disagree with it but it's mm. consistent um, but I would say one of the issues in, in terms of like my fearing for this whistleblower's life is that one of the things we saw with Drake was that he did everything by mm-hmm. the book. And then as soon as somebody else leaked it to the media, everyone just assumed it was him and they threw him under the bus because mm-hmm. they could have right. really been waiting for an opportunity to fuck this guy. Um, and that's my worry for the whistleblower is that like Trump's going to like you can't punish him for going to the IG, but you can claim he's a leaker that's what Trump's been talking about is is right. trying the leakers for treason, leakers and spies. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this person has some cause to be concerned. Absolutely, he does. Yeah.
1: Well, especially since the president's up there tweeting about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and well, like, the president's making it. You know, talking about civil war. He's talking about you know, yeah, how traitors deserve to die. And and that isn't something that we've experienced from an American president. That's something you see in. No. Russia. <laughs>
3: Richard Nixon would say all that stuff, but he'd say it drunk into his desk microphone.
1: Exactly. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And no Not on one his Twitter will platform. ever hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it.
0: That's the best thing about recordings. No one will ever hear them. Well, you can't replay recordings. You can't. No, you can't. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what's good about recordings.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also like amidst all of this and this concern, the New York Times just starts like writing sure. about mm-hmm. the whistleblower's identity. Hey, yeah. all and, like, think, like, by good. By way, yeah. Speak truth to power. It's just, uh, it's so, I mean, it's not weird if you know the New York Times, but like just a consistent, every like big institution like that, just really just not helping. One of the things that was
3: really uh, entertaining to me was, I think it was a member of Castro's team who like, they they put out a bunch of information that was like publicly available information on Trump donors, the people who had like maxed out donations to Trump. And the New York Times, there was someone in an op-ed on the Times criticized that as uh, endangering those people's lives and, like, potentially directing harassment <laughs> towards them mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, and all we did was publish publicly available information. And then the Times published uh, a defense of why it was newsworthy to reveal personal information about the whistleblower. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Interesting. You guys think that might be inconsistent? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. maybe? Yeah, I'll use that word again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I bet it was uh, Brett Stevens or David Brooks, maybe. <sighs> it's probably one of those two. Yeah.
3: Maybe some amalgam of them both, like that monster in the thing, mm. that's just like <laughs> bubbling with Brett Stevens or Brooks. Mm. Or, uh, that is
1: truly horrifying.
3: Yeah, probably some Charles Krauthammer in there. Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, cool. Not
0: great. Yeah, I don't love when the president talks about uh, th- th- treason in in this way. Not um, good. Not really, really not good. Um, a person that's called for the death penalty. For uh, for a lot of different reasons, yeah, but Over a lot it, of reasons, a lot of reasons. Um, f- for his entire life, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, not a flip flopper, not a flip flopper. No, on, at least he's consistent penalty. about yeah. that. Executing people about um, executing might be flip flopping on his that one tweet about can you impeach a president for gross <laughs> incompetence? But he's uh, some flops on that. Yeah, one. um, but, but he economy, knows, That's yeah. called evolving, yeah. guys. But like, he knows he knows what he's doing too. With like the oh, they're all witch hunting me and they're all coming after me and actually I'm the one that's under attack and you need to protect me from the treason and the spies who we're going to kill. Maybe have a civil war. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe have a have civil, a civil war. war. Maybe we'll like slowly tweet about how there's going to, maybe we should do a civil war. Hasn't he
1: already it? said several times that Adam Schiff is also committing treason? Yeah, uh, this actually so, yes. it's very very cool. Um,
0: uh, our, our
3: exciting new segment of the show, uh, Who Does the President Want Dead This Week? <laughs> um, and number one on that entry is Adam Schiff. Adam can, Schiff. Can I read y'all a quote from the Daily Beast? Please. Please. President Donald Trump showed no sign of ending his weekend Twitter rampage, starting his Monday off with a tweet (laughs) calling for the arrest of Adam Schiff for treason and mocking China on its birthday. The president first attacked the Democratic House Intel chairman for fictionalizing his call to Ukraine's president during a congressional uh, investigation hearing into the whistleblower complaint last week. During his opening statement, Schiff hypothesized what Trump might have said to make him sound like a mob boss. Rep. Adam Schiff illegally made up a fake and terrible statement and pretended it to be mine as the most important part of my call to the Ukrainian president and read it aloud to Congress. And the American people, Trump wrote Monday morning, it bore no resemblance to what I said on the call. Arrest for treason? God,
1: it's a good one. It's that's a, a question, one.
3: though. It's a question. Yeah. Arrest for, for
0: treason? Treason? He's just wondering. Also, treason's Putting that out there. Of course it is. Mm. Let's just have a conversation <laughs> about it. He's Arrest for treason? Arrest for treason? Yes. I think
3: that's what I'm going to ask, like when I'm out with friends and like we've been drinking a little while and like we're considering whether not to get a bite to eat or go to the next bar. Arrest for treason? Arrest for treason? Mm-hmm. Arrest for treason? Mm-hmm. Arrest
1: for treason? Yeah, no, arrest for treason. Arrest for treason.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Kill because m- me want state president? <laughs> me want state president. Dead shift.
1: Consolidating power. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Great pattern of him just sort of. Because uh, uh, so many people talk about, like, oh, he's the treason president. He, he did the. Yeah. He's a traitor and stuff. And, like. Yes. Y- they're just people. <laughs> But he's the literal president. Yeah. Maybe he shouldn't be saying we're we're gonna kill these traitors yeah, on might Twitter. Be bad. Maybe. Um might maybe, be bad. maybe when anywhere, he's talking but... about like uh, the Second Amendment and like they're trying to take away take it away, Ooh. saying like, Oh yeah, maybe the Second Amendment people can take care of it. Maybe just like a, a slow pattern of like literally the president promoting violence. <laughs>
1: Real quick, did you guys see that story? Uh, Wayne Lapierre, I believe, N R A no, it's okay. President. There wasn't a
3: quid pro quo. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no, he he met with Donald yeah. Trump saying that the NRA would back his defense impeachment defense uh if he like But the NRA the, NRA he said it's, it's fake news. The gun you let the gun stuff slide.
3: I wonder how they'll back
1: his we'll see what happens
3: here. Mm. I will say one of the things about that Trump tweet on Schiff that I think has been underreported. Um, everyone's talking about like the arrest for treason and that it's implicating he wants Schiff dead. It's just a question, is, which question? is a problem. That's a problem. Mm. Um, the thing that concerns me also is uh, Rep. Adam Schiff illegally made up a fake and terrible statement. How do you illegally How do you do that? How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure First Amendment covers rhetorically what Adam Schiff was doing. You can argue it was a good idea, bad idea for optics. Pretty sure the First Amendment covers that. Oh yeah. If you listen to the actual I'm context of a statement. Pretty sure the concerning. President doesn't wow. understand the
0: First no. Amendment. Oh, so like when the President just constantly calls anybody disagrees with them scum and the enemy of the people, that and then now he's saying that like Just saying words is illegal? Yeah. That's a concern to you? That might not be the... Like, I would consider it a a
3: better trend line if the president were saying, maybe we should increase the ice cream stockpile. That Mm. would be less worrying to me. Oh, I would love that. Than decreasing the amount of speech that is legal.
0: So, uh, a guy, like a guy who uh, sued somebody over a joke... Yes. And who's been constantly talking about repealing uh, and, like, revisiting libel laws... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. You're concerned about this. Someone who, like historically is like praising uh, other leaders who jail yeah, and murder who jail and uh, murder people
3: who criticize them yeah
0: i don't know i think you're
1: overreacting i might be reaching
0: there um the heritage center is uh holding an event oh, good. um uh called preserve the constitution should <laughs> the press be restrained reexamining that libel like laws oh, is that like yeah, preserving the constitution mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, that
1: yes preserving the
0: constitution um mm-hmm. that sounds preservational doesn't it yeah. doesn't it sound like you're preserving the constitution by restraining the press mm-hmm. the constitution loves the press not being allowed that's my favorite thing about the constitution yeah they they thought about the press after they wrote it and like we won't add anything we won't <laughs> we won't make we won't address this
3: in fact the first thing that happened after they signed the constitution was uh, thomas jefferson walked outside saw a newspaper and said what is this, <laughs> <Get> this <out laughs> <of> my <goodness."> <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh, who else is the president threatening to have killed this week? A couple uh, of people. The whistleblower. the whistleblower. I mean, the whistleblower. The whistleblower for that's sure. That's like
0: the, the leakers th- to the Times, the leakers to the Times. Post. Yeah. Um, half of America. Half of America. Um, one could argue most that most of those people are illegal immigrants. Illegal <laughs> yeah. Insinuating a civil war. Insinuating a civil war. That I, I, I think that could fall into the category of uh, saying that half the country is going to be dead. Well, now, are you pro or anti civil war, Cody? I. I'll lay it out here. I am generally anti-Civil War. But
1: I'm pro some people's anti-Civil War tweets because some of them
0: have been fun this Mm -hmm. week. There's some fun. There's been some mm -hmm. fun. I I, mean, it's, you know... It's
1: interesting. (laughs) I'd rather there not be a talk about Civil War trending on Twitter for days.
0: Well, the Civil War thing is... um, It's really insidious and weird because the, uh, the idea that people are like gunning for a Civil War... I didn't mean to say gunning... Um, but they are. But they are. Yeah. Uh, that not only is it a desire of a lot of people in the far right, but it also the claim that people want it also comes from like right wing media, mm-hmm. and it's been this way for a long time. We've Just, been
1: waiting for this. Yeah. This has been building.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. The claim that uh, you you'll see it a lot, like all oh, the all oh, these liberals, they want it. They want a civil war. That's actually not true. Um, it's usually said in reaction to like liberals are like Democrats following the law to a T yeah to hold and, and people wanting only the cops to have usually the Civil
3: War wanters don't want only the cops to have guns
0: yeah it's interesting um yeah uh, th- it's it's especially interesting to me these like f- far- right like even like the Fox News folks being so uh scared about a civil war but they always talk about a civil war but they're also really anti-government yeah so it's just interesting that they choose the term Civil War when their ideology is would indicate a revolution? I mean, has there been some time in the
3: past where like a small extremist chunk of this country tried to fight for their ability to do the shitty things they wanted to do without any oversight from anyone else? And then maybe that cause was lost? Did Mm -hmm. that happen? I just woke Mm -hmm. up. So no. Okay, good, good, good. Glad there's no precedent here.
1: did you guys see this uh, tweet from the Oath Keepers?
3: Oh, buddy. Quote tweeting
1: the president's thread. I mean, he was talking about Quoting somebody talking about a civil war that's Donald Trump and the Oath Keepers quote tweeted retweeted said this whole thread is important to read the term civil war is increasingly on people's tongues. whose tongues people's tongue and not just cold civil war full blown hot civil war fact is patriots consider the left to be domestic enemies of the Constitution bent on the destruction of the Republic.
3: So, I'm trying to figure out now. There's this like $800 night vision scope that I could get for my mm-hmm. rifle. Um, that is about the cheapest I can get thermal optics sure, for a sure. rifle for. But the really good ones are like $2,700. And like, it kind of depends for me on like how soon the Civil War is going to be. Because well, like, right. money is not going to matter as much as thermal optics if it starts. Well, but.
1: And if it's happening during the winter when you know the days are shorter, mm-hmm. do you need that mm-hmm. for the nighttime? Do
3: I want to like, make sure it's rubberized because yeah. I don't know how rainy it's going to be when the Civil right. War starts? Do you have time
0: to save up for
3: it? Guys, do what do mean? people yeah. wear
1: to the Civil War? Because I need to figure out now. Oh, mm-hmm. plate
3: carriers. Plate carriers. Plate carriers and uh, uh, maybe like a Run the Jewels hoodie?
1: If I That's talk true. about this near my phone, maybe mm-hmm. I'll start getting targeted ads on mm-hmm. Civil War gear.
0: Mm-hmm. MAGA hats and pussy hats. Oh God I Oh yeah that's not. how we <laughs> Yeah have, it's gonna be terrible But see our <laughs> pussy hats
1: Don't do I need to put like Some metal in my pussy ears. You know
0: I'm right Robert You know I know you're right You do need to You need to get some plates in there To protect Knit knit around I'm gonna say metal. Run the jewels hoodies
3: Run the jewels I think
0: I think Killer Mike mm-hmm. Would be on board with yeah. that
3: Got
1: <laughs> Um That seems like a Pretty good time To pivot to an ad break
3: Speaking of Executing <laughs> Large numbers Of political dissidents. You know who doesn't do that?
1: Products oh, god! I, uh,
3: oh, tell me. Tell me. Corporations just... who support this podcast. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I love corporations. No dissidents. Wait, we vet all of our corporations mm-hmm. to make sure they do not execute dissidents. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Which is why we're not running Coca-Cola ads. They're not stockpiling weapons. Sophia, are we running Coca-Cola ads?
0: No. Fantastic.
3: Mm. That's the only problematic company. Yeah. It's the, the only
0: one. It's the only thing.
4: That's your ad break.
3: That I, I, thought, <laughs> it was Christ, that I thought
4: was good. Jesus Christ, that was terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> who <does> next, right? <laughs> You're gonna start doing your. <laughs> I hate that. God damn it! I, hate I won't. So... I won't
0: do it. Let me swallow my
4: beverage first. Uh. Oh, I hate that so much. Cody.
0: It's not my fault. I wasn't going to make any sound effects today, but I was asked. So. You were asked,
3: and then you made the wrong ones.
0: <laughs> you did like
1: a cockroach eating something. No, it mm.
3: sounded like... A
1: cockroach Tom- eating
3: pussy. It, it sounded like Tom Green playing with a dildo. There we go. Yeah, I- a cockroach
1: <laughs> eating pussy. <laughs> 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 well, the worst year
0: ever. Come. Everything is so dum What? Oh, my gosh. Those I bought all of them. I bought all the ads. You did? Yeah. I, I, but I also paid for the products and the ads. You are now the proud ender of a
3: Coke Industries tar sands refining uh, plant. Mm-hmm.
1: Congratulations. Thank you.
0: This is everything I've ever wanted. Mm-hmm.
3: I think you're going to be bummed when you learn what tar sands are, but I'm not going to ruin that for you. <laughs> I'm not going to look into it. <laughs>
1: Uh, let's talk a bit about Joe Biden, Ukraine. a little bit about a backstory of what's happening here.
3: Can I give the backstory of Hunter Biden in two headlines? With yeah. No quotes. <laughs> All right. The first is the headline of a Washington Examiner article. Huh? Okay. Cocaine-laced cigarettes, crack and vodka binges. Hunter Biden details his drug and alcohol abuse. And the second mm-hmm. is a Vanity Fair title. Hunter Biden has reportedly broken up with his late brother's wife. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Well, there (laughs) is some stuff going on
1: with Hunter Biden.
0: (laughs) He is a character. He is a
3: character. um, Wild.
0: He reminds me of um, what you imagine... The son of a politician would be like. Well, he, I think
3: he's just the case example of what happens when you name someone hunted. Hunter. They're going mm. to smoke crack and fuck widows. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm. widows yeah, um, of, of his their brother. brother. There we go. That's you. crazy.
1: Well, I, I don't know about that Washington Examiner headline. No, no, I mean but, it's a
3: bad newspaper, but a fun headline. Yeah. But and not untrue.
1: And not untrue. No, because okay, first of all, Hunter Biden joined Burisma. Mm -hmm. Ukrainian gas company, yes, while Biden was still vice president. And Mm -hmm. I want to circle back to that in a second. But first, I want to point out that, okay, the investigation into Burisma and this whole scandal uh, started in 2014, just a month after Hunter joined the company. So it is on its surface hard to believe that any of the crimes or the things that would be investigated have anything to do with Hunter. But
3: or that he would know how, to, would commit know kind how, of how to commit that yeah. crime.
1: Because right before he joined Burisma, Hunter was discharged from the Navy Reserve after, yes, testing positive for cocaine. Uh, but what was interesting is that he had only been in the Navy Reserve for about a year. And he was in his 40s when he mm-hmm. joined. Mm. So he had to go get a waiver which uh, presumably also came through because he's the vice president's mm. son to join the Navy Reserve. Uh, and he also had to get a waiver because of past cocaine drug use. Uh the Air Force. They're fine
3: with
0: that shit. It's just
1: <laughs> wild to me a little bit. Like, I mean, sure, he's got some stuff going on. It seems like somebody that's like not finding his way in the world, which further...
0: Seems like a vice president's son. But, seems but see, like a vice president's son.
1: But see, like, I think that that's important when talking about the issue of vice president's son sitting on a foreign company and we talked about earlier about how people don't you know look at past whistleblowers with the same scrutiny as like how we're reacting now to donald trump well yeah actually that is a little shady and it is worth bringing up i mean i'm not saying that it's worth donald trump going through all of this dick of dirt on political opponents and all that and and you know He's looking for information as to, like, why Victor Shogun got fired. And that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about right here, which I just think is important to note. Um,
0: Well, right. This isn't like this this isn't a perfectly legal influence. Yeah. Yeah. It's something you can look at and go. We shouldn't allow that kind of thing. That's but not it's, great. But yeah. it's not but like it's not. A shattering scandal that like yeah. it's not this deep insidious corruption. It's just like, Yeah, that sucks that we if, operate that way. If
3: this is if this was influence peddling on behalf of the Ukrainian government, they suck at it because yeah. the Obama administration barely gave them shit. Uh, yeah, and they could have used some shit. Like, one thing you can actually say in Trump's favor is that at least he was willing to sell them stuff like the javelins, which have been, like, really useful in stopping Russian armor, uh, and the Obama administration was much more reticent to hand out weaponry, mm-hmm. um, and this is maybe a war where we should have more. But uh, it's certainly... You have a hard time making the case that... Uh, the Obama administration embraced some like super pro Ukraine narrative oh, right, right. when they were just kind of barely like, I guess we'll kind of help you not get invaded as much right. as you otherwise might have,
0: but still a lot invaded. Yeah. Still going to let yeah. you get <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Still, still gonna... I mean, it's, it's just a, a rat is trapped <laughs> in the corner <laughs> yeah. and he's pointing at this thing that's happened. and uh, 'Cause he does this a lot too, where he'll point at something and be like, This is that this is the real thing. This is the thing we're like the dangerous bad thing that we often worry about because he is feeling attacked and trapped. You mean the f- uh, the
1: firing of Victor Shogun that just, whole thing?
0: Yeah, just like he'll overblow these things yeah. uh to distract from the thing that he's Well, it's
1: also projection. Yeah, right. There's so much
0: there's so much wrapped into it. Um, that if you look into it slightly, you'll be like, Oh, that's Mm. yeah
1: so uh, i'm sure everybody is aware of it but this story is just like so back in 2016 uh biden Threatened Joseph Robinette u- Biden Jr. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. The threatened Joe the Ukraine abides. with withholding this aid uh, if they didn't fire Victor Shogun, who was tasked with rooting out all of this corruption in the Ukraine. The Ukraine, <laughs> but sure, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> but, we're getting, getting there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, Robert, you've spoken about this. Ukraine is full of corruption. This is something they do a lot of times and and, yes. and and the problem is is that they aren't actually, a lot of people aren't actually interested in getting rid of the cor- corruption and Victor Shogun by Traditionally,
0: all, by all yeah.
1: accounts seems to be somebody that was not doing a good
3: you wouldn't, job. You wouldn't call him a Thomas Drake type figure. Sure. No, yeah, you yeah, wouldn't. Yeah. I no, mean, no aspirations to work at the Apple store. You would call him an everyone else in the inter- intelligence mm. community type figure if yeah. we're comparing the two. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: apparently he was going... Out of his way not to investigate the owner of Burisma, uh, who was like an oligarch, Mikola Zlokkevsky. I can't do so, names. Close but, enough. You do the
3: but accent, you're halfway he, there. He, he yeah. was
1: like straight up refusing help and not investigating leads. Um, and, and so that was the incentive for Biden to push. Uh, so for are you suggesting
0: firing. that uh, his firing would actually possibly? negatively uh, effect. negatively affected I by actually Ann, am
1: suggesting that because after that they hired a different investigator who did
3: investigate the company
1: Interesting. and uh, from all we know everything was in the clear especially like, pertaining right. to Hunter Biden
3: if I know one thing about Ukrainian yeah sure
0: corporations it's that they don't commit Corrupted acts. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what my, everyone says about Ukraine. <laughs> that's my favorite thing about Ukrainian corporations, and my second favorite thing about uh, just corporations in general. Mm-hmm.
1: But this is just, it's interesting because and Cody and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Like, you know, you can't compare that with what Trump is doing withholding aid to no. try to get personal information on his
0: political opponents
1: you know what i mean yeah it's you have a very a, different set of circumstances that I, there is no comparing them if yeah.
0: you have a goal of that's sort of embraced by the international community of we should do something about the corruption in this country we're going to withhold this aid which other uh, organizations also did a lot of uh, international organizations were like no we're not going to give this money until you deal with the corruption that is slightly different than withholding aid that everyone agrees should uh, be given yeah. so that your personal grievances and political opponents can be uh, swept out of the rug or taken mm-hmm. care
3: of. And also, my favorite thing about just the Shade Throne is him, uh, when in the call, in the not-a-transcript transcript of the uh, God, of the that call. makes me crazy. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really frustrating. Like, just
1: stop calling it a transcript.
3: Yeah, just stop. In the summary of the phone it's call. It's a collection of people's mm-hmm. memories. That's written as a script for some reason, probably that rhymes with piss Mm Um, uh, nailed it. Um, (laughs) that, that in that, like Trump goes from complaining that the EU isn't spending enough, hasn't spent enough money to help with Ukraine's defense, um, to then sort of subtly threatening to not provide $400 million in aid when the eu has added something like 16 billion dollars uh, it spends mm-hmm. on hoping like yeah. which there's certainly an argument to be made that no actually the eu should should have spent a lot more and this is a european war and it's not being taken seriously right. by the the eu member states very fair criticism to make but trump w- dangling a 400 million dollar aid package and complaining the 16 billion they've spent is not enough is pretty rich mm-hmm. um like him like him.
1: He is pretty rich. Yeah. Not as rich as he wants us to believe. Although, like
3: the $400 million that, yeah, yes, yeah, you, you <laughs> got there quicker. You uh, got there quicker. I, I I, just had a thought on Hunter Biden, a hot take that yeah. I to throw out there, which is Joe Biden is kind of renowned and kind of bafflingly so among liberals in the left, pretty much all of whom were agreed that at least the drug war Shouldn't continue in its current form, even if Mm -hmm. everyone sort of disagrees on how many substances should be legally criminalized and
0: forgets people's roles. uh,
3: There's still a widespread understanding for both liberals and the left that like, well, we should stop most of this drug Mm -hmm. war thing, except for Joe Biden, who's very much on board with the drug war still. Maybe he just thinks that all drug users are like his son. Little, part, little party little mm-hmm. party boys little real f- just fucked up and I'll constantly making trouble like like yeah, ma- yeah. ma- like I I will go to bat for all crack users who aren't Hunter Biden sure. a lot of very right, responsible yeah, 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 yeah. Users I know plenty of them of, uh, yeah, yeah. cocaine smokable and otherwise um not Hunter Biden not Hunter I Biden. I do agree in drugs being illegal for Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the you're
0: looking at the situation with the father's
3: up. That's
1: a yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a different stance.
3: I, I'm saying we need a new narrower war on drugs, just focused on Joe Biden on Hunter son. Biden. Yeah. Pitch that to his campaign.
1: Let's get yeah. him in here and yeah. have a, that specific conversation and see how it goes.
3: The DEA will have something <laughs> to do.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. He probably yeah,
0: distanced himself from it somehow he's a he's a crusader he's a crusader actually this um, he's got my vote now oh yeah because Jeez. well because i want to take care of hunter biden too <laughs> um i want to take care I of wanna him, end. you know oh shit yeah 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 um and if joe is gonna do that then i support then it. that's
1: your person mm-hmm, i'm mm-hmm. disappointed cody well
0: because everyone else like all the other everyone all these other candidates are being like oh yeah uh, war on drugs ain't so great. Maybe we should like take care of this and like get all these like nonviolent offenders out of prison and so on. And Joe Biden is saying that, but he's also saying, but also, fuck my son. <laughs> so,
4: as he should, Cody's yeah. a
0: one issue but voter, mm-hmm. and that issue is hating Hunter
4: Biden.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Solid one. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to know like how much of this to, to get into just because it's so wide ranging. One thing that I think that's really interesting is that, um, there's a couple of things that have happened that are still kind of, like, uh, controversial. One of them is that uh, 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 somebody leaked to 60 Minutes that the whistleblower um, was under federal protection. Yeah. yeah. Um, in part as a result of the president's tweets, in part as a result of Jacob Wall. Uh, uh-huh. Yes. He put a $50,000 bounty on the leaker's identity. Wall was not mentioned in the leaked... Uh, jig yeah. that He's has that in there to but at 50 yeah. we all know who they're doing we, we know
4: Wall. we
0: know <laughs> who, Jacob called, Wohl, who put out a bounty didn't on the did they guy.
1: have a, a press conference today
3: no that so this mm. is again like talking about this is like going through one of those wikipedia summaries for like a star wars movie yeah. where like every right. page you're like clicking a link to yeah, figure yeah, out like yeah. who uh uh fucking um who was that guy we were making fun of in the episode that hasn't dropped yet with the weird head dangly things
0: Oh, uh, uh, Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto. <laughs> you, gotta read about, you gotta read about Kit you Fisto. You gotta know about Kit Fisto, yeah. exactly. His, um, his the
3: Kit Fisto of this particular thing is that earlier today, Jack Berkman, Jacob Wolf's partner, yeah. who during the um, the press conference to try and uh, slander Robert Mueller, had his fly open. Because... Oh, I <laughs> yeah. forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know, it's amazing. Oh, they're just,
0: they're living art. It's so So uh,
3: Berkman tweeted that there was going to be a press conference at noon uh, revealing yeah. the identity of the whistleblower. And Jacob Wohl, at around the same time, uh, released through his social media that they weren't going to go public with the whistleblower's identity okay. because they needed extra extra time or something like yeah. that. Um, well-oiled machine. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Genius no boys. No wires
0: are crossing Yeah, there. I'm sure they just need more time. Yeah. I mean, they...
1: oh, it's it's just, it is chaos. There's just, there there are all these things that just keep breaking, yeah. and you're not sure Exactly how it all connects, or like what's going to pan out from all of it—stuff that we we do seem to be seeing happen. I already mentioned mm-hmm. w- w- reports that you know Trump has pushed the Australian Prime Minister to help William Barr gather yeah. information. Coming really after all the five right?
0: Yeah. Like Lord knows how he's, many conversations he's had. He's many, had of like, could I you know. do? Could you do me a crime? Yeah, bar has, but I'll do. I'll do you a crime. I'll do,
1: you do a crime. I do a crime. I Tracy's? feel like
0: all of the world
3: leaders who talk to him on the phone now have to have a lawyer sitting in just oh, to yeah. be like,
0: I don't want to accidentally break right. the law right, this has right. gotten
3: so complicated. Well, because <laughs> he also
0: talks in such a weird way where like you don't know if you're necessarily agreeing yeah. to do do the crime. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, we've also learned that Barr's approach. Italian and British intelligence agencies mm. for the same thing. Yeah, flew to Europe with Sebastian Euro- Gorka. With Gorka,
3: or was that Pompeo that flew with Gorka? Well, I don't I know. Can't the, keep it track. We got
1: Rudy Giuliani flying all over the world, going to Ukraine and Russia. There's about a this. smart lawyer. Now he's subpoenaed,
0: um, and he's gonna. Yeah, and
1: Mike Pompeo apparently was on this uh yeah. t- July twenty. Well, he just forgot call. about it. He just mm-hmm. forgot, about, he forgot it. about it. Um and he's been subpoenaed to appear before three congressional committees um but he's being a real little bitch about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's trying to
0: avoid a civil war. He's trying
1: to avoid a civil war. Which is
0: inevitable if you um,
1: impeach a
3: president, which is why he's working with famous not civil war wanter Sebastian yeah. carries two guns of different calibers on a daily basis right. Gorka. Yeah, the
0: tr- <laughs> that's the- his full name? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Trumpism has uh, no interest in a civil Civil war yeah I, I real quick sorry this is it's, not, it's unimportant um donald trump obviously is alluding to like if you impeach me mm-hmm. we're gonna do a civil war um he's previously talked about the civil war uh in many many different ways he has a plaque for the uh what the river of blood river which of does blood. not exist the battle that didn't happen never happened uh it's uh a plaque that they got made yeah and put and it's installed there it's still there but uh at one point, he was talking about the Civil War, and he said, and I'm going to, this is a direct quote from the President of the United States People don't realize, you know, the Civil War. If you think about it, why? People don't ask that question. But why was there the Civil War? Why could that one not have been worked out? What? Wow. What? I've changed my mind on this. President Trump
3: guy? Yeah. Yeah. At yeah.
0: That, that sounds really uh, why strong. It have been strong out? opinion. Why couldn't it have worked out? You know, we could have worked that out. We can't work out this impeach a president thing. Yeah. But we could have worked out. I, you run
3: into stuff like that all the time. Like people like talking about, like, it's not just Trump. I remember remember as a younger man watching a History Channel documentary about World War II that referred to it as like five years where the world lost their mind. And I was like, no, wait a second. (laughs) Wait a second. There was really just a couple of people who went crazy and then everybody else had a lot of trouble cleaning it up. (laughs) Yeah, it's not uh, Yeah it's one of those like who, who's to say how it happened it's
1: Very like clear, well, I feel, actually. I feel like, like that, there's that, like a yeah. is that uh, a Raul Tenenbaum's quote we all know Custer died at Little Bighorn but what I question is is what if he didn't <laughs> what, right right <laughs> what if but what, but if, he what if he didn't
0: <laughs> it's like well I guess if you were there you, you would have fixed it um, it's yeah. just this whole like it's like all this like movement of like forgiving the civil war for happening and like justifying it in the wrong way mm-hmm. and then being like we we are gonna do it again like even like uh, Dinesh D'Souza a fascist propagandist I feel yes, comfortable calling yeah, him that yeah. um, made a film called Death of a Nation mm-hmm. uh, which is fascist propaganda Just talk, I'm talking about also like, Democrats are Nazis kind of
3: infringes on some copyrights Arthur Miller had but
0: a little bit a little, little bit. bit um, like a, clearly a reference to Birth of a Nation um, and it's so, it's like all this imagery of like Trump is the new Lincoln and he's going to do another civil war. Like it's just this cool. constant like wanting to do it. They want yeah. it. They've, been, do- they've saying, been wanting it
1: this whole time. Right, and
0: you, you can hear it when they, in, in how they talk about it, like, like there's like this love and desire and need to like murder liberals. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like you see these tweets and these people like, oh, you fucking want one. Mm-hmm. They want it so bad. They want it so bad and they want to blame the other side for wanting it, mm-hmm. uh, just, like, own it. Say you want to kill people. Yeah, yeah. just say it. Well, I
1: think really, we're getting there. It's been really in. interesting
0: I think we are. to watch. I've been on the um,
3: not popular uh, side of of saying, okay, guys, gun control debates aside, maybe now's not the time to disarm the... Uh, people on, on the left maybe, maybe now is, is the time to consider some, some training in some of these things because it seems like we're heading in a bad direction and I saw Dave Anthony of the dollop who has been very very much pro-gun control and whatnot recently put out a tweet along the lines of uh, maybe it's time for leftists to start arming themselves. I saw that exact tweet. <laughs> um, and if you're someone who's considered that and you want some reading on the matter that's uh, not at all propagandistic and not at all um, um, sort of like filled with jingoism and mm. like the traditional sort of like uh, Hollywood bullshit, there's a great book by Scott Crow, who's a, an activist in Texas, I think currently, called Setting Sites, which is a bunch of essays on the history of liberatory community self-defense. Really good book. Maybe Maybe look into it. What's the um, title again? Setting sights. S i g h t s. Solid book. Um, yeah, there's a cu- uh, there, There's two things I wanted to still get through yeah. on the fucking whistleblower thing. One of them is that so we uh, before we got on this digression because again this is like one giant complicated Wikipedia so page to yeah. get into. Um, 60 Minutes was like the the whistleblowers under federal protection yeah. because of all of the threats. Um, and then the whistleblower's attorney was like, no, he's not. Right. They misread uh, this. Yeah, and then yeah. I think USA Today is still standing by their reporting. Yeah, so yeah. Like, we don't, I don't really know what's going confusing. on It's very confusing. Another confusing thing. Well, another interesting thing. So the inspector general is sort of like the government watchdog that's like kind of overseeing a, a large chunk of this because that's their job is dealing with the whistleblower complaints. They, they, not a very political position. They do not make statements to the nation. Mm-hmm. That's really not their job, right, as right, a matter right. of fact. Their, their job is to kind of determine whether or not the whistleblowing complaint is like credible and mm-hmm. then move it up the chain. And like, But they are not not famous for their addressing of the world mm-hmm. press. Uh, the president and several of his allies started to claim that the whistleblower complaint was not credible because it was entirely based on hearsay and based on just things he'd heard from other people mm-hmm. rather than anything he had uh, witnessed. And the inspector general's office made a public statement saying that is not
4: true. That's
3: the whistleblower. At least a significant. Uh, what some of what the whistleblower was saying was based on things the whistleblower witnessed. Yeah. Um. So it includes hearsay. But yeah, th- yeah. That, that, yes. it's not just, like he also talked to people, but right. like some of this he witnessed. Yes. Yeah. Um, which means default. It's based on more than just the conversation that the not a transcript transcript right. was released right. on because it means that, because he definitely was not, the whistleblower was not present for that. Right. So it yeah. means other shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. there's just,
1: there's right. more stuff that's yeah. going to be coming and it's going to be coming down the pipe really fast when it starts to come. Like there's just going to be so much that's It'll changing. Be By the
0: time this, more this airs. More and more. And like, yeah, you keep seeing like even now uh, now
3: <laughs> When it comes, Adam Schiff's going to get hung when it oh, damn Sophie it. just so
1: showed me a headline of Pompeo accuses Democrats of, of impeachment bullying, and I rolled my eyes. What is
0: impeachment so bullying? Hey, hey, be best, be, be best. best. I never thought about it be like best. that. Be best. Be best. God, mm. uh, this is good a good advice from uh, my beautiful wife Melania, who uh, who couldn't make it here today. <laughs> Actually, sir, she's standing literally right next to you. Oh, my beautiful wife is right here. <laughs> Just a little trip down memory
3: lane. Uh, was that? Are we sure that that moment wasn't? Was the president fucking up, and not the president actually just being a huge Talking Hits fan? Ooh. Because <laughs> you may say to yourself, yeah. this is not my." He wears those <laughs> mean, big
0: suits, mm-hmm. or mm. and he
3: does let the days mm. go by. He does let the water does, hold him yeah. down. Yeah. He's, it's just not an his animal, house. he's just it's an not, animal. He's just an animal looking not.
1: for a home. You guys. <laughs> wow.
3: Oh boy. Mm you know what's better than following politics what listening to the talking heads oh god great let's all band. do that we should Fucking just do that great music yeah. oh my god
1: do you guys want to end it by saying that uh, talking shit about how Giuliani says he's gonna have the best podcast ever
3: yeah let's do that is sure he? did he I think there's a couple things we <laughs> got to break down on the Rudy Jules. Uh, one of them is him shouting at a reporter who was interviewing him. Yes, the whistleblower's not going to be the hero. I'm going I'm to be, gonna the, be hero. the hero. I'm
1: the hero. Which is a Unbelievable. thing. Unbelievable. Like
3: honestly, I, I have to think that when Donald Trump read that, even the president would have been like. Dude,
0: Rudy, come mm-hmm. on! Uh, like you don't—you don't, is, you is, you is, don't like, think he—he he thought like, "How dare you? I'm gonna be the hero." He is—that's yeah. also biggest, the,
1: the biggest, buffoon. And look what's happened to his life.
0: America's look mayor. Look what's mm. happened
1: to him! It's—it's it's pathetic. It's—it's. It's, it, it's
0: beautiful. It's a. It's real, beautifully pathetic. He's my beautiful man. <laughs>
3: it's a real case for enforced term limits. It's the same thing yeah. with like Joe Biden. Mm. If Joe Biden. Uh, he, obviously, he did a lot of bad stuff before he was VP. But if he just ended his political career there, nobody would be making fun of him for anything. We, we'd every now and then there'd be a picture of him and Barack Obama holding hands at a ball game, and be like, mm. Ah, nice. Mm. And then we, we we could continue being worried right. about things mm. that matter, exchanging um,
0: long protein strings, yeah, hand holding, yeah, yeah, through hand
3: holding. If Rudy Giuliani after nine eleven had just been like, Well, I'm just going to be America's mayor forever and live in a house in the Adirondacks, I wouldn't have any issue. I wouldn't no say would. anything yeah. about Rudy Giuliani. Nobody would care anymore. We'd have moved on. Whatever problematic things he had done in his past and as mayor would have been forgotten, and we could we could just focus on the other problems. But instead, he's it's, Rudy Giuliani, he the cigar club podcast. it's
0: not just him. There's so many people yeah. surrounding the president now who yeah. are in that category yeah. of like, how did you come back? Yeah, why, why did you like come out of the why woodwork for this? The come back. Best he like, could do. Yeah. It's because power is addictive and
3: being in those positions is addictive. And even that if it, you too. know it's going to like even if you luck into getting like undeservedly in Giuliani's case a great reputation because you you don't like shit your pants when 9/11 happens and right, that's right. all anyone asked you And you went view. on
0: SNL a couple days later yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, 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 even when like if you're that guy you would rather go back and work with a historically corrupt and unpopular regime than not be yeah. powerful. Right.
1: Than yeah. not
2: right. have that attention. Yeah, yeah you like miss that it. You need, that, status. you need the
0: taste. It's a drug. Yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You got
1: to well, get your bowl full, as mm-hmm. Jake
0: Tapper would say. Yeah. It's a... Uh, oh, Jake God.
1: Tapper. God. Let's not get into that. All right. J-tabs. We're, we're he, well over an hour here now. He talked
0: about the West the other day. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, we are really
3: getting into it. No, we don't need to Nos talk bowl, about it ever. Yeah.
0: Um,
3: yeah, it's all frustrating. But I think we should end this episode by acknowledging that our friend Rudy Giuliani was overheard at a cigar club in New York recently talking about the new podcast. Oh, God, yes. Start. How many so, minutes do you think he'll get into the first episode before he illegally reveals confidential Not that uh, long. It's going to be the he intro. He doesn't. The intro is just him reading redacted parts of the Mueller report. Yeah. Well, yeah they'll auto-tune it so not, it's a little musical. But, he is not yeah. capable
1: of doing this without... Stepping in and all sorts of rakes. Anyway,
3: no. I just wanted to congratulate. This be called
0: My Crimes." <laughs> my <laughs> crimes.
1: My crimes by Rudy Giuliani.
3: Um, uh, I do want to congratulate our producer Sophie Lichterman for getting the Rudy Giuliani job. You're going to do a great job, yeah. Sophie. We're very proud We're for you. Oh Congrats, Sophie. <laughs> does <laughs> he, he smell miss you? as much like onions as I assume he does?
1: It's like onions and like menthol and yeah. like cough drops. I was gonna say baby farts. Oh yeah, Mm,
3: yeah. Oddly enough, he doesn't smell like cigars, which would really be an improvement. Yeah, yeah. All right, he tries to cover it up. He
1: smells
3: like he smells like Cody's. uh, uh, Cody's (laughs) soda. he he, he smells like the sound Cody makes when he's trying to make the sound of time travel. The famous
0: time. Have you not seen any time travel movie? Apparently not. I'm gonna, have I'm you, gonna, have can, you not can, seen Primer? Can I send us from back primer, in where time
3: just to before Cody starts please, doing that? Please, doodly do, doodly oh. doodly do, doodly. Just rewind the episode and start it again from the beginning, and that will erase this <laughs> <from> your My <laughs> favorite <mind. laughs>
0: quote from pr- Primer is,
1: I can't can't stop, stop it! it. <laughs> oh,
0: All right, guys, you
1: can check us out on the internet, on Twitter, at WorstYearPod, at Instagram, at WorstYearPod. Sooner or later, we'll have a website. Not yet. Also, merch stores.
3: Ru- Rudy, if you want to be a guest on the show, hit us up at Worst Year Pod. We have a seat for you, and I will we smoke do. a cigar with you. Absolutely. Uh, I love cigars, actually.
1: And I love baby farts, so it so, all works. And I love
0: you. He's my, he's my beautiful man. <laughs> oh. oh.
3: What
1: just Rudy. happened? That was Cody weird. loves Rudy. That was weird. Cody didn't blink when he saw that. <laughs> dark turns. It's, it's
3: deep. It's deep love. Cody never blinks when he's talking about lust. And neither should you. That's the podcast. <laughs>
4: Everything's so dumb and it's gonna get dumber. Great. I tried. Yes. Daniel? Lovely. Lovely.